0: According to justice.gov, there have been two people arrested for alleged conspiracy to launder $4.5 billion in stolen cryptocurrency. Right? So the government sees $3.6 billion in stolen cryptocurrency directly linked. ...to the 2016 hack of Virtual Currency Exchange, which I think is Bitfinex, but let's get right into the story. And by the way, for those that are like listening to this, this is literally being posted on <laughs> the justice.gov website. Like, they immediately released this today, right? The Department of Justice, so just keep that in mind. Two individuals were arrested this morning in Manhattan for an alleged conspiracy to launder cryptocurrency that was stolen during the 2016 hack of Bitfinex, right? Yep, Bitfinex, a virtual currency exchange, presently valued at approximately $4.5 billion. Thus far, law enforcement has seized over $3.6 billion in cryptocurrency linked to that hack. Today's arrest and the department's largest financial seizure ever showed that cryptocurrency is not a safe haven for criminals, said Deputy Attorney General Lisa O. Monaco. In a futile effort to maintain digital anonymity, the defendants laundered stolen funds through a labyrinth of cryptocurrency transactions. Thanks to the meticulous work of law enforcement, the department once again showed how it can and will follow the money no matter what form it takes. See, here's the thing, right? Because a lot of people make comments about cryptocurrency mainly being used by criminals, right? The thing that people don't understand is that the currency that is used as the number one currency in terms of transactions for criminal activity is actually the U.S. dollar, like the cash version of U.S. dollar and also the counterfeit version of US dollar. Like there's literal countries where like seventy to eighty percent of the circulating money is counterfeit US dollars. So it's absolutely crazy when you really think about it. Because the thing with cryptocurrency, everything can be basically be tracked, right? So you don't have any privacy really. So today's or oh, today, federal law enforcement demonstrates once again that we can follow money through the blockchain and that we will not allow cryptocurrency to be a safe haven for money laundering or a zone of lawlessness within our financial system, said Assistant Attorney General Kenneth A. Polite Jr., And <laughs> what a name, Polite, of the Justice Department's Criminal Division. The arrests today show that we will take a firm stand against those who allegedly try to use virtual currencies in, for criminal purposes. Eli- Lia, Liechtenstein, 34, and his wife, Heather Morgan, who apparently is a rapper, 31, both of New York, New York, are scheduled to make their initial appearances in federal court today at 3 p.m. in Manhattan, which has already surpassed, right? So according to court documents, Lichtenstein and Morgan allegedly conspired to launder the proceeds of 119,754 Bitcoin that were stolen from Bitfinex's platform after a hacker breached Bitfinex systems and initiated more than 2,000 unauthorized transactions. Those unauthorized transactions sent the stolen Bitcoin to a digital wallet under Lichtenstein's control. Over the last five years, approximately 25,000 of those stolen Bitcoin were transferred out of Lichtenstein's wallet via a complicated money laundering process that ended with some of the stolen funds being deposited into financial accounts controlled by Lichtenstein and Morgan. The remainder of the stolen funds, compromising more than 94,000 Bitcoin, remained in the wallet used to receive and store the illegal proceeds from the hack. After the execution of court-authorized search warrants of online accounts controlled by Lichtenstein and Morgan, special agents obtained the access to files within an online account controlled by Lichtenstein. Those files contained the private keys required to access the digital wallet that directly received the funds stolen from Bitfinex and allowed special agents to lawfully seize and recover more than 94,000 Bitcoin that had been stolen from Bitfinex. The recovered Bitcoin was valued at over $3.6 billion at the time of the seizure. Seizure. So, Cryptocurrency and the virtual currency exchanges trading in it comprise an expanding part of the U.S. financial system. But digital currency heists executed through complex money laundering schemes could undermine confidence in cryptocurrency, said U.S. Attorney Matthew M., graves for the District of Columbia. The Department of Justice in our office stand ready to confront these threats by using 21st century investigative techniques to recover the stolen funds and to hold the perpetrators accountable. The criminal complaint alleges that Lichtenstein and Morgan employed numerous sophisticated laundering techniques, including using fictitious identities to set up online accounts, utilizing computer programs to automate transactions, a laundering technique that allows for many transactions to take place in a short period of time, depositing the stolen funds into accounts at a variety of virtual currency exchanges and dark net markets, and then withdrawing the funds, which obfuscates the the trail of the transaction history by breaking up the fund flow. So converting Bitcoin to other forms of virtual currency, including anonymity-enhanced virtual currency, AEC, and a practice known as chain hopping, and using U.S.-based business accounts to legitimize their banking activity. So in a methodical and calculated scheme, the defendants allegedly laundered and disguised their vast fortune, said Chief Jim Lee of IRS Criminal Investigation, IRSCI, the IRS CI Cybercrimes Unit special agents have once again unraveled a sophisticated laundering technique enabling them to trace, access, and seize the stolen funds, which has amounted to the largest cryptocurrency seizure to date, valued at more than $3.6 billion. Criminals always leave tracks, and today's case is a reminder that the FBI has the tools to follow the digital trail, wherever it may lead, said FBI Deputy Director Paul M. Abate. Thanks to the persistent and dedicated work of our FBI investigative teams and law enforcement partners, we're able to uncover these sorts of even the most sophisticated schemes and bring justice to those who try to exploit the security of our financial infrastructure. Financial crime strikes at the core of national and economic security. With a hack of this magnitude, public and private sector collaboration is crucial to ensure continued consumer confidence in our financial system, said Acting Executive Associate Director Steve Francis of Homeland Security Investigation, HSI, Ilya Lichtenstein and his wife Heather Morgan attempted to subvert legitimate commerce for their own nefarious purposes operating with perceived anonymity. Today's action demonstrates HSI's commitment and ability to work with the collation of the willing to unravel these technical fraud schemes and identify the perpetrators regardless of where they operate. Lichtenstein and Morgan are charged with conspiracy to commit money laundering, which carries a maximum sentence of 20 years in prison, and conspiracy to defraud the United States, which carries a maximum sentence of 5 years in prison, a federal district court judge will determine any sentence after considering the U.S. sentencing guidelines and other statutory factors. So the investigation was led by IRSCI, Washington, D.C. Field Office's Cyber Crimes Unit, the FBI, Chicago Field Office, and HSI, New York, the Ansbach Police Department in Germany, provided assistance during this investigation. So the case is being prosecuted by trial attorneys Jessica Peck and C. Auden Pelker of the Justice Department's Computer Crime and Intellectual Property Section and Assistant U.S. Attorney Christopher B. Brown of the U.S. Attorney's Office for the District of Columbia, Paralegal Specialist Angela Falco, and Brian Rickers and Legal Assistant Jessica McCormick provided valuable assistance, significant assistance was also provided by trial attorney Kristen Gallagher of the Office of Internal International Affairs, the U.S. Attorney's Office for Eastern District of Pennsylvania and Southern District of New York, HSI HSI Philadelphia, and former assistant U.S. Attorney Jessica C. Brooks. So I thought this was a pretty interesting thing, and I wanted to talk about this because, look, to be frank, I never thought that the people who stole from Bitfinex would actually ever be caught. Now, it makes sense that they did because, to put it frank, it's kind of stupid that they would just keep everything in Bitcoin this whole time, right? Because Bitcoin is easily tracked. It's the most tracked cryptocurrency in the world. Everything's public, so it's just like, that seems kind of stupid. But either way, it kind of goes to show you that, look, The best way to make money is through legal means. Why? It's because so that you could actually use the money, right? This is the thing that people don't understand. And for some reason, there's people who commit financial crimes for not really any really good reason. Because, For example, right, you have people ending up, you know, selling, I don't know, like, some sort of drug at the corner of a street or something. And who knows, maybe they can make a few hundred grand cash every single year. But with that comes the risk of, you know, going to jail, going to prison, losing your life, getting killed, having people competing against you, not really being able to spend the money, not really, right? Because let's put it this way. Making like $500,000 legitimately, even though you pay taxes, versus $500,000 illegally, but you can't really actually spend it. It's like, which one would you rather have? I'd rather have the legal $500,000 after taxes more like two fifty, depending on where you live. Because guess what? You could live a great life. You could spend all that money if you really wanted to. Like you could actually use the money. But if you go down the illegal route, you can't even use the money. The government is going to go after you, period, end of story, right? Whether it's through by taxes or any other method, they are going to go after you. So for anyone out there, whoever stumbles upon this, always go the legal route, always. Because there is no reason to go through the illegal route of making money because at the end of the day, it doesn't make sense. You can't even use it. You can't even use the money that you make if you go down the illegal route. Same thing with like, all these people that like, you, if you look at any of the like social media accounts, actually no, let's put it this way. There are people who are influencers that promote blatant scams, okay? Not to mention that there are people who are influencers that also do rug pulls, you know, basically these fake crypto coins that they push to their audience where their audience puts a lot of their money into it and then basically get all their money stolen by this influencer and other people, right? The reality of the situation is that even though that they, those influencers and the people at that top, could make millions upon millions of dollars going down that route, the reality is that they can't really use the money, right? Because if they were to use the money, guess what? The government is gonna go after them because they literally just committed fraud. They just committed some sort of crime. So they might have fun for a little bit, but it's not gonna last forever because it's illegal money. It is dirty money. And there's no way that you could clean dirty money. So people need to understand this. This is why you always go the legal route. Even though you technically might make less money going down the legal route, correctly paying your taxes, In terms of quality of life, you're going to live a much better life, right? Like, you are actually going to live a life because if you try to make money illegally, you're effed. You are completely effed in so many different ways, right? It's just like, just be very careful and just do the good thing and make money legally. You can make more money legally in the long term because you're not getting into trouble, right? And you'd actually be able to enjoy it. So let's put it this way, right? Let's say you have two people. One person who's going down the legal route making $200,000 a year with their own business, right? And let's just say the $200,000 is uh, before taxes, so maybe after taxes. Let's just say 100000 after taxes, okay? Then you got another person who's making $200,000, Who's not paying taxes because you know they're doing it illegally, right? Well, who do you think is going to have a better life? The person who has $100,000 after taxes doing it legally, or the person with $200,000 with basically illegal money? The person with $100,000 after taxes is going to live a much better life. One, they're going to have less stress. Two, they're not going to be at risk of going to prison over it. Three, they could actually spend that money on like a brand new car, a, you know, more like a down payment for like a mortgage for like a pretty nice house, right? And you could actually spend that money. You could actually create infrastructure for your life. You could actually create a life for yourself. If you have like $200,000 of illegal money, you're not going to be able to do anything with it. You can't put that money for like a down payment for a house. You can't just go buy a house in cash with $200,000 of illegal money, right? You're screwed. Don't go down that route. Go down the moral legal route because you're going to live a much better life and you're going to to live a much longer life as well. Like, it's absolutely crazy. By the way, if you want to learn how to get out of debt, go to 40inbox.com.